12 cats live across the road. Our door's open. Screen's broke. We need to get a new screen door. But the screen's broke. So you can come in through the screen, but you can't get back out of it. I turn and look. There's a little kitty cat in our, in our kitchen. So I said, what are you doing in here, little kitty cat? By that time, eh, the cat turns, tries to get back out. That screen won't go that way. Cat starts going, all crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, there's a cat in the house. Cat in the house? I said, yeah, there's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. The cat's still going crazy in there. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy. Hey. It's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kick We need that correction. Yeah. Talk mouth. Yeah. We flexing. Yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record. Yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. It's session. And we back week seven. What it is, hope it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is October the 22nd. And to, uh what? And today is part two of the week seven <laughs> fantasy and session podcast. Huh? Our uh, goddamn sponsored by Real Deal Fantasy HQ. Um if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, man. We're on the way to 200. Um, on YouTube, if you're already subscribing on the um, audio podcast, make sure you leave a review. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend where you've been. Um, yeah, man, how y'all fellas doing after Thursday night football? I was wrong. I'll come out here and take my lickings, but the Johnson. <laughs> before y'all volume get volume is king. Positive volume. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Hey, it's volume, good. bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, it don't gotta be good volume. I, he got into that. No, but he looked He wasn't gonna sink you. He wasn't gonna sink you. But yeah, yeah. he he but, looked he looked way better than I even imagined, bro. He was and, legit getting chunk plays. And every fucking every fucking uh every every rush, bro. And then like that move he put on, dude. That certain yes. uh, <laughs> That shit was so nasty, bro. It's almost like he so jumped that sideways. Was, that was probably one of the. That was, that hey, was, man. That, he probably should be was, started somewhere. Shout out, shout out to Cleveland O line because they were blocked. Yeah, he wasn't really getting touched, so he was getting an opportunity to go one on one. It was definitely on, on a secondary had a lot person, to do so. with that success, bro. And yeah, man, he looked good, bro. It was, it was that was great to see, bro. Because you know he came from the AAF, bro. So the mm-hmm. fact that he came and got the opportunity to actually start because he, you know, he got some run last year, but. Kareem Hunt was still, um, you know, healthy and playing. So the fact that he had the backfield to himself finally and he performed, bro, that's that's pretty good. It's gotta gotta look I have good from no the, idea the contract, what the bro. AAF is, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Dude, you don't remember that little side league that, that was started like two years oh, ago? Okay. It, got, it got shut down yeah. in the middle of the middle of the year. Yeah, the XFL? A- no, no, no. They had the AAF first. It was like the Allegiance Alliance right. League or some shit. You remember that? And then. The XFL came the year after, I believe. But yeah, he he was in that league, and uh, it was supposed to be like it was crazy because they in NFL. Yeah, yeah. He they, it came. They showed like a little screenshot of him sending like messages like to everybody, pretty much trying to get a, a shot with any AAF team. You know, what I mean, he was like a fisherman or some shit, and trying to get mm. his get his opportunity, bro. And the fact that he he did that shit on the prime time stage, bro, it was pretty pretty dope to see. Yeah, shout, shout out to him, bro. Shout out to OBJ for getting three points. Shout out to uh, Donovan, uh, DPP, whatever his name is. Don't play Jones um, for going out there and getting <laughs> yeah. hurt in warmups. Um, nobody knowing, nobody knowing. That shit is insane. I'm glad I didn't have to depend on him because that. Right. I, I heard some people. A... I read some people in some leagues that was trying to get the honor, like to replace that. Like could they replace that player. No, sir. We do not play them type of nope. games. It is what it is. I remember uh, back back when I first. I think is. it was my first my first year playing fantasy. Um, and my brother he was having like a bad year or whatever, and like like the, the nail in the coffin on his bad year was he was playing Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, um, when he played with Cincinnati, and the same situation happened. Like he got hurt in pregame. And I guess my brother didn't know about it, so he just had to take the zero, and it was just like, oh, that's just the story of my season. 
sucks. To take a zero, bro, that sucks, bro. I mean, but especially I, but, on something like that, bro. It's just like, damn. Uh, but this bye week, people was expecting. People was expecting to take like zeros this week. I feel like. Nah, you ain't taking zero. Well, uh, yeah, maybe on certain players. Bro, in some, in some leagues, bro, I really don't up. even have nowhere to put uh, puts. I don't have no like nowhere to put nobody. It's yeah, crazy. that's dynasty. That's dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere to put nobody. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, bro. It's like it's it's really crazy. It's, it's really but that's how it was last week in uh say less, bro. I had to start like Kyle Rudolph and bro, that shit was so ugly. Gabriel Davis, like bro, he was on the like, field for like two snaps, bro. That shit was like, like <laughs> gross. It's like it's a weird so DFS game. I don't even know. Like some games are just gonna be like <laughs> not even looking it's at like it. A... <laughs> You're stupid. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, but did y'all? I like Case Keaton. Case Keaton didn't sink you. Who else? Yeah, he was all right. He was all right. Um, uh, so I liked. Uh, thanks, Tim Patrick, for waiting to the week that everybody finally needed you to perform to go out there and right. pursue. Like you know, if you had Tim Patrick, you probably picked him up. You probably already had you know decent enough starters. You only needed him for like a week, so you didn't play Tim Patrick like that. This mm-hmm. is the week that you had to play him. A lot of people had to play him, and he went out there and put up two and. That's, that's, that is man, first target in the third quarter, bro. Shout out to you. Gross. Um, that it, looked was cool. like, it looked like Teddy Bridgewater wasn't even looking his way. Like he was looking like you know, the last when, two they minutes. That, when they had that uh the QB vision little light or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he literally only had it for one side of the field, and it was kind of right. And, your and boy Jerry like Judy coming minutes. back next week. Let's go, my boy. Let's go, my boy. Yep. Welcome hey, back. Still do that that's, trade that's here. Uh no. No. What was You're, the trade? You had your chance, bro. And the A is looking trade? really good now, huh? <laughs> it's only looking good now. It's only looking good now, though. But I still think they're gonna be. We don't. We, man, we ain't talking about that right now. Don't worry. I mean, y'all didn't have the trade live. You might have said a whole trade live. You don't lie. Yeah, he, uh, you had y'all had a window to get Kyle Pitts. Everybody did. And yeah, I was trying to get Kyle Pitts. Oh, and say less. Yeah, I want. Yeah, he's he's here for life now. I need I need a tight end, but I I couldn't do nothing. All right. Uh, but it's not because Jared, George Kittle hurt, but I ain't like I don't I know. I don't know You traded George? Oh, I did see that for that Nick Chubb right. trade. I did see that. Oh, uh, uh, uh-huh. so, <laughs> we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I was just talking shit about Nick Chubb. Hey. Everybody just talking it, shit about him not catching the ball and him not scoring touchdowns. I mean, but he yeah, gets when, when, uh, when Kareem Hunt was was yeah, there, man. but he's gonna be out for uh, six weeks. So I mean, I'll take that that run of top five potential for that, and I, I'll live with whatever he gives me when Kareem Hunt comes back. Uh, we'll see. But we'll, you remember when Kareem Hunt first went there and he was suspended for the first half of the season? Like Nick Chubb was, I want to say, a top six running back. So different like, offense. He has that ceiling when he has the. Dude, he's still Nick Chubb, though, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's already top ten. I mean, uh, but I don't think he exactly. But the only thing was missing for, from him was the receiving work, and he should. He's probably not going to get all of it, but he's definitely going to get an uptick, I believe, in his we'll receiving work. But that's that's beside the point. Let's not talk about our fan, our personal leagues. What game we start with? <laughs> We're for the people. We're for the people, baby. Uh, what game we start starting with? Starting on Kansas City and Tennessee, but we got a. Uh, give our little moment of silence. Oh, yeah, man. Special a second moment of silence to all the black kings and queens out there that's falling. And we back. All right, man. We start with Kansas City at the Tennessee Titans. Kansas City, five and a half point favorites over the Titans with a 57 and a half point over under. Uh, we got Patty Mahomes. Of course, you want to start him. He's been throwing a lot of interceptions, but he's still looking good. The rushing yards, he's had at least 30 rushing yards through the last four games. Darrell Williams, he's looking like uh, running back one. And he might take CEH's job. He looks way better than him. What do you think? Well, he got more opportunity than him. I mean, I don't think he looks better than him, but I want to say he's got more opportunity than CEH has, has gotten all year. So, I mean, as long as he's starting, bro, he is definitely going to be at least a top 15 play but definitely top top 12 upside but i don't think he's gonna take his job tennessee only giving up around 87 yards on the ground uh per game that's because they're getting torched through the air so that is something but in this bye week you start him tyreek hill practice with the quad injury mccall Harmon. we talked about him on the last episode i think he is somebody that you can start in the apocalypse um he put up 12 targets in that mm-hmm. big point game where patrick mahomes had to throw a lot and it's a high over under um, so I think if you're chasing points and you need somebody like if one of them, um, 
Browns wide receivers or Tim Patrick left a, a skunk in your in your lineup already. I think you got to roll him out there. Now, oh my, I think Hardman he a decent flex play. The last couple. That's weeks what I just did. said. Yeah, yeah, then I just said. But then you kind of break it out like he. Had, I don't think he a desperate play. He's trying to the way you signed it. I think he good money. Well, he still he still has a pretty low floor, I would say. But yeah, he still because he went from twelve targets and he had player. like five targets the next, the week last week. Yeah, I think if if only if they're throwing the ball a lot, if like it's gonna be a big what's it fifty seven and a half points, it's a lot of points. Yes, better point for the point. I want a piece of this game. Like if anywhere I can get it at, mm. I mean, I ain't forcing it, but you know, all of the obvious starts and yeah, like Nicole, sure. I think are pretty good players. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, of course. On the other side of the ball, we got Ryan Tannehill. Um, now quarterback 20 on the year, um, continued to disappoint last week, uh, covered up by the rushing touchdown on the goal line, but he only threw for 216 yards and had no touchdowns against the Bills. That was expected. Uh, the Chiefs are giving up the second most fantasy points to the quarterback position, and it's the highest over under, like we already mentioned. So, I think with all the bye weeks, I think Ryan Tannehill, you have to throw him out there as a streaming option this week. He is a great play this week, yeah. Um, Derrick Henry, of course, he's the king. AJ Brown, you know what I'm saying? He came back last week without the bubble guts. He had a, even with the bubble guts, he had a high um production game, nine targets, still got the bubble guts, seven of them. He said he ain't Chipotle no more, yeah. We boy, they put bad mouth on Chipotle. Uh, what about Julio? Is Julio playing? <laughs> oh, Shit's thanks, all to me. Huh? Uh, yeah, he hasn't practiced, so I mean, he injured. <clears throat> The ham- he re-injured his hamstring that kept him out the last couple games, so definitely don't think he's playing this week. Uh, who we got next? We got – so if he does play, of course, you got to roll him out there. He hasn't been looking good for fantasy. I haven't really seen him since he left Atlanta. Um, but uh, I guess – He plays. If, he if he play, if he, even if he <laughs> plays, I don't think you got to start him. You don't think so? Hell no. Nah. He ain't bro, – I'm he talking about – Shit, bro. But he has one good game. Up. With really the buys and people hurt, I mean, you you get you're in a desperate spot. I can see it, but yeah, don't expect too much. Yeah, Y'all got anything else? Mm. Uh, nope. Uh, play Robbie Anderson, Le'Veon Bell, or DJ Dallas. I'm just have to go with the ceiling, bro. And unfortunately, Robbie Anderson, uh, uh, he gonna see some targets, bro, <laughs> uh, or a lot of targets. I'm just go with Robbie Anderson. He might only average one yard per target, but you know, um, he is gonna see the body. I just don't know what's going on yeah. with Bell and DJ. I think yeah, Bell, Bell should be into the end zone, though. DJ, uh, DJ, DJ, I'm not thinking about DJ. Even if yeah, he might be the passing down split work with Travis Homer, like as a passing down back, but. Even if Alex Collins doesn't play, I think uh, it'll be Rashad Penny. He's expected to be back, so he's it's gonna be you know it's gonna be like a mess back there. I think if Alex Collins don't play, so I will go with Robbie. I agree. I, I can see Bell. You say he can get a touchdown. I think you know Baltimore playing Cincinnati. It's gonna be a lot of points scored, so I can see that situation. So between Bell and Robinson, on to the next game. We got Philadelphia at the. Raiders. I don't know why I almost said Vikings. Uh, 49 and a half point favorites. Uh, Jalen Hurts might be the, the worst quarterback one we ever seen. Um, what do you think? It's right, always, uh, like, right. He has like five points up until like the fourth quarter and then he's right. like, all right, you let me run two touchdowns. Watch, you can't watch the game, bro. You just can't, bro. Right, we mentioned this at the last week's game, bro, but it just seems like every time I watch him, I'm like, yeah, uh, I guess it's gonna be the week that he sinks my team, bro. And then he comes out in the first, fourth quarter right. and, and goes crazy. So the but, fact that he has that much control over your team to sink it is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, what's well, the quarterback? Like, so no, no, no. I'm saying just like because uh, we gave him so much power, like that he can sink our team because how sorry he'd be looking at times like by barely right. going the ball. Yeah. And he just vote all the rushing TDs. We drafted him so Miles high. Sanders. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. wild, bro. He like uh, Jameis Winston the year when he was what top eight or whatever. Like you come watch yeah. his game, you just had to check the stats at the end and be like, oh, he threw three picks, but four touchdowns, <laughs> yeah. three hundred yards. You hey, know hey, so if Jameis Winston ball. threw a pick in the first in the first quarter, it was all money. Now, if he threw them picks at the yeah, end, like, ah, it, here we go. Yeah, you throw a pick early. You do a pick six, baby. Let's get it. Thirty point game. He about to exactly. He about to throw it. (laughs) But uh, 
Jalen Hurts, you know, he done had back-to-back poor passing games like you mentioned, but due to his rushing ability, he is still a stud and will continue to be that. So you got a must start. Miles Sanders has seen at least 75% of the snaps in the last two games, but the production is still limited and unfortunate. He's averaging four yards per carry, but only received over 15 touches twice this year, adding Hurts to scoring all the rushing TDs. Sanders ceiling is a super cap. The Raiders are allowing six most run points to running backs. Sanders is worth the flex play this week. And you just got to hope like the OC and everybody see like this is a, a funnel defense. We got to run the ball. And we're going to find out this week if the OC, if they got a brain or not, bro. Because if you don't get more than 10 touches and they're six and they're allowing the six most points to running back. It's, it's going to be wild. So I think you just got to roll Sanders out there this week and hope for some. It sucks uh, that you don't got no choice. Right. I mean, yeah, the matchup is perfect, right. bro. And it's all these buys and people hurt. Like, you can't. Yeah. And then you have, and then you have them coming out on Sunday. They do need to get him more involved. So, like we said, it's never been about the talent. It's always, you know, it's just been about the opportunity that he's getting. So, hopefully. Yeah. They, uh, hopefully they get, he, he gets traded or something. So, uh, with uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager, with Hurts struggling and the Raiders giving up the 25th most PPR points to wide receiver, it's not much upside there. Smith should have another low-scoring game, but as the most targeted wide receiver on the team, he's worth the fringe flex play. Rager has seen nine targets in the last three games for a total of 33 yards. Sit that fella. Dallas Goddard is a must-start um, with Hurts out of town. Uh as Carlos mentioned, uh, we mentioned earlier in the tweet, Ertz and Gardar had at least uh, 24% target share. If Ertz get at least 20% of his target share, he has the opportunity to be a top six tight end moving forward. Things should get better as the Ra- Raiders are allowing the six most tight end points to uh, tight, yeah, two tight ends. Gardar, it's a good start. On the other side, I got Derek Carr. My notes just flipped. All right, on the other side, I got Derek Carr. His play well all year, scoring at least 20 points in four of his six games. Philly has allowed at least 19 points to quarterbacks in the last three or four games. You like and that? He, huh? You like that? You like oh. that? <laughs> Stupid. And uh, and what eight the fuck is that? in those games. <laughs> it's like he's shooting a gun. That's, that's my little, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the for real, but kind of fake. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Hey, Javon said you got different labs, but you don't want. You know, everybody got their fake lab. Right? <laughs> what, what yeah, you, everybody got a fake lab. Everybody. Right? You, you got your black. <laughs> All right, you need to get better, right, mate. <laughs> let's get back to let's get back to the break. <laughs> you didn't give it a program, but all right, Philly is also allowing eight passing TDs. In, uh, in the last four games, he has a great streamer option this week as in quarterback one leagues, and he's the starting quarterback two leagues. Josh Jacobs, man, he's since returning for an injury, he's dominated backfield touches after around 13 um, PPR points per game and has outpaced Drake in the reception since returning. He's been targeted 11 times to Drake's three in the past in the past game in the three games. In the last three games, he's been targeted three times. As versus the Drake. All right, let me say it again. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm getting tongue tied, bro. Stop reading, motherfucker. The Drake. All right. <laughs> Josh Jacobs has been targeted 11 times versus Drake three times in the past three games. The Eagles have allowed the fourth most yards per scrimp from the scrimmage to running backs. Jacobs is a every week. Running back two option with running back upside if he keeps getting this usage each week. Um, I got Hunter Winfro is the safe wide receiver to start on this team in the flex. Uh, last week was rough for Winfro, and this week could be the same. The Eagles are allowing the 31st most points, um, two wide receivers per game. Henry Ruggs has held un- has been held under 50 yards once this se- season, but has caught more than four passes twice this season. So. He kind of boom a bust. He only catching four passes, but he's going over boom, fifty yards. Real boom, though. If he but right, he he's averaging he averaging twenty two yards per catch. So that tell you right there, he's he's boom a bust. So uh, with this, uh, it's not a great matchup, but 
you might have to start him. I understand that with the buys and people hurt, but I I would start him if you if you can. Sit Brian Edwards, of course. Dan Wallace must start seven targets and at least fifty yards in all this game except one. That's pretty much a wrap on them. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Uh, Detroit Lions at the Rams, 15-point favorites with an over-under uh, 50 and a half. That's a lot of fucking points. Are you taking the points? Revenge mm. game. For That's both what I'm saying for both games. of them, though. Mostly mostly uh, golf, though. But Yeah, I think golf going to come back and put the shiners on them boys. What? <laughs> yeah, right. Boy, you crazy. That'd be funny. Well, that D line and they got you know that Jared Goff has not. I'm talking about about 15 points, though. 15 points. I mean, I'm as far as taking the points. Like, yeah, motherfucker, I covered, though. I covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about covering. (laughs) Yeah, bro. But you know that Goff um, hasn't won a game without Sean McVay as his coach yet in his whole career. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's pretty pretty that's crazy, pretty crazy. So. I didn't even think you know about he about really that. he really wants to win this week, but um unfortunately I don't think it's uh it's gonna work out. So, Not a week, my boy. Yeah. So Not of course, week. starting with the Detroit side, uh obvious starts, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Um sitting, just talked about him, Jared Goff. Uh he did have a pretty good start to the year. Um scored 20 plus points in three of his first four games. But he has cooled off tremendously and only averaged eight the last two weeks. So, um, game has a, a high projected total, and the Lions are heavy underdogs. So, they should throw a bunch. But the problem is, he has been doing that the last two weeks ninth and pass attempts in that span. And uh, he still didn't give us any usable weeks. Like I said, he only scored eight points each week. Um, so, I am sitting Jergoff. I talked about him too long. I shouldn't even do that. Um, mm-hmm. Just in case you were thinking about it, don't do it. Jamal Williams. Uh, he saw week one, or he saw nine targets week one. Since then, he's uh, only had nine targets in the next five games combined. So it was looking like it really was going to be a 1A, 1B situation out there. But since then, it's been uh, DeAndre Swift dominating the targets. They're still seeing about the same touches on the ground. Um, but I don't like it this week So because um, the matchup is, is uh, not good for him. So with them being such heavy underdogs, I think it's going to be a DeAndre Swift game. Um, so not trusting Jamal Williams this week. Boomer bust touchdown option. I mean, if you have to, because of my weeks, maybe, but I don't want to start him. And a uh, fringe player, I uh, want to start. If you need to start Amon Ron, say Brown, I think you can do worse. He's averaging 7.6 targets and 12 um, PPR points per game over the last mm. three weeks. 20% target share in that span compared to just an 8% over the first three weeks. So, you know, Tyler Williams, I don't even think he's played yet this year. He was supposed to be the one. But uh, it's been St. Brown who stepped up in that role. So he will see a lot of Ramsey out of the slot. Uh, Ramsey plays about 46% of his snaps out of the slot. And Amon Ron is uh, up at like 86%. So he will see a lot of them. But, I mean, it's a negative game script, so they are going to need to throw. And uh, he's getting the volume, so I think you could do worse than him. Yeah, I like I like about for, Brown too. Yeah, that's uh that's it. And that's it for the Lions. On to the Rams. Obvious starts. Matt Stafford, Daryl Henderson, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup Coffee. Shout out to footballers. Uh <laughs> Tyler Higby. He's more of a French start, I would say. Um, he's has a 13% target share, averaging set seven half PPR points per game, giving you a top 12 week in half of his games this year. So I mean, you know, he's not a must start, I would say, but it's probably not a lot of options on the waiver wire anyway. So you're probably going to start him. Um, and he does have a good matchup this week. He's going to get Alex Anzalone, who has a PFF grade of 39 and allowing an 82% catch rate. So, I mean, you're just hoping that the game doesn't get out of hand too quick. And if it does, then hopefully Higby was involved in that. So um, I'm fine to start him. Um, sitting, I'm sitting Van Jefferson. Um, in weeks where I'm projecting him to get a uh, like or the Rams to be in a shootout, I don't mind going with him, but that's not the case this week. Again, they're heavy favorites and they're at home 13% target share, so you're really just baking on a touchdown with him. And, um, so I'm gonna say, him. uh, French yeah. player man Robert Woods, he bailed his owners out with a touchdown last week, but he only had an 18% target share. Um, compared to a 38% the week before when he got more involved. So 18% is where he's been living at pretty much this year. So 
I think he's just going to be volatile until we start seeing him evolve more. But like we always mentioned, Cooper Cup is just dominating the volume out there. So um, I think he's like a in a game where they're not going to need to throw like that, man. I, I really think he's just like a touchdown dependent, maybe like a low end, high end wide receiver three, low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three. Um, I think you got to play him I this mean, week just because. You gotta, I mean, you got to play him, but I just, I just, you know, I just want yeah. people to be aware of this situation. If you he does, be a little uh, blowout or because the matchup, the matchup is good too. I mean, Detroit cornerbacks are, are are pretty bad, so I mean, the matchup is good, but it's just everything else around it is not that good. So it's still a possibility that you know he might not give you a good week. So he's just a fringe player for me, and uh, that's it. Uh, we got a question in. Um, shout out to Rock Out. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. I uh, need two wide receivers and two flex players. We got Davis, Callaway, Kirk, Michael, Stevenson. Or would you drop one of them for Bateman with um, Sammy Watkins being out or Lazard? I don't like Lazard. Um, right. Bateman, you could probably take I like shoot. Bateman. I do like probably, Bateman. I, I would drop. Know. I would drop. Would you? Yeah, I just Callaway for Bateman. Yeah. I'll drop Callaway for Bateman. Drop Callaway, start Callaway and Kirk at wide receiver. Or no, I'm not Davis starting or... Davis, bro. Against the Patriots, I'm not starting that. Kirk, man, Kirk is in a game too. He got to start. Look, he got to start. He got to start Corey Davis Two receivers. and Michael Carter against the Patriots. But I'm it's about just to talk like, about Kirk in a minute. At after this week. Davis and Michael Carter, they schedule look all right and look a little bit better. So I like them for the long run. I don't like them dropping either one of them. And Kirk in a fire offense. So you got to keep, you know, him. Callaway, I think. Yeah, I guess I would go. Ah, damn. It's between it's just and Davis week, for the other receiver. I like Kirk. And then I guess I would go. I'm not starting Davis. Steve, I just don't know his and role. And then I would start Bateman and Carter. Oh, damn. Oh, I'll go Davis, Kirk, Bateman, and Stevenson. I got Stevenson's Bateman, been getting involved Kirk. lately. Last week he got like eleven. I want opportunities. I want to say this is like they're projected to beat beat the Jets really bad. So I think he'll be involved this week. And Carter, I mean, I don't just don't think he's going to see enough. I'm not against the Patriots. Yeah, I, I can yeah, dig it. I can so. dig it. I like the same. I like the same thing you said. All right, on oh, to the next game. I think is it. Is it Houston at the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, like I mentioned, about talking yep. about the over-under 47, Cardinals 17 and a half point favorites. Now, those points I do Cheese. not like. Cheese. Uh Davis Mills, apparently he only looks good when he's playing the Patriots. Of course, we sit at him. Mark Ingram, though, I think he's a fringe start for you. Um, he's the default uh lead running back out there. Double-digit carries in every game this year, minus week three and four. So um, he's only had one touchdown, so that's pretty much he's not getting a lot of that touchdown deodorant that you would want to see. Um, they could be getting the ass blown out, so he could be game scripted out. So that is one thing to be aware of. He's not getting any uh, work in the passing game. But with, um, you know, the way that the running back landscape is right now, you just pretty much have to plug him in there. I yeah, I would hope that you don't have to depend on him, man, because it's it's yeah. He's finished nineteenth. He finished nineteenth the first week and hasn't finished higher. Well, I guess he finished twenty seventh last week. I guess that's what you're hoping for. But seventeen and a half point underdogs, man, is saying that he's going to be game scripted out. So I would do everything in my power to find somebody else. Facts, facts. I think Brother froze up. You feel me? <laughs> I thought he was just like. Listen to the tape. <laughs> I got that Tuscaloosa in there over there. Bye, 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 my boy. that boy Gator froze up, though. All right. So, <laughs> while game having technical difficulty, we just going to move on to the next game. Yeah, yeah, game let's go to the next back. game, man. And the next game is the Bears versus the Bucks. And let me tell you a couple That looks funny, bro, because like somebody like had a click remote and they paused them. <laughs> you know, you ever seen? No, nah, you never seen click, though, have you, bro? Whatever, it was like. Yeah, everybody heard what Adam said. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a classic. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah, it's yeah, a funny bro. movie. All right. Uh, we got to, before I get into the next game, start two of. At the flex, Josh Jacobs, uh, Herbert, Gibson, Mitchell. Ooh, uh, I'm starting start Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Uh huh. Hubbard. Who who the Panthers? Gibson play. looks like he's gonna play. 
I know, but I'm scared of that. I'm starting them everywhere I got them because I got no choice, but I'm scared of that. Panthers play New York, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm starting I'm starting Jacobs, Hubbard, and Gibbs. I mean, it's just off volume. He's going to get all the work. 21 opportunities a game, so I'm, I'm definitely fine. With oh, so you just drop – you just not start one of them. Okay, so – It I'm says not... start two and flex one, so you're starting three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I would sit Mitchell. Yeah, I agree. I was about to say, I sit Mitchell. Uh, unless you just really worried about Gibson and you really need just like five points to win or whatever. Then you start Mitchell. Yeah, other than that, bro, I can't start a stud. I mean, I cannot start put a stud on my bench and he go off, bro. I'm, I'm gonna cry. Yep. Well, my boy Gabe so, still haven't taken the difficulty. So on to the Bears and the Bucks, and let me give you a couple reasons why you do not start Justin Field this week. He has attempted a career high twenty seven passes last week, but only completed under half of those. He rushed six times for a career three points. And it was a courage outing, but you're not starting Justin Fields this week. Hey, how you doing, my boy? You want me to stop? No, 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 no. They took me over. That, was, that was funny, bro. It looked like, it looked like uh, that click. Well, I was saying like that click movie with Adam Sandler where they had the real life remote. Because right. like he was like in the middle of like either saying something or like. I was really just going off to what I was saying. Like he was like. <laughs> <laughs> like pause your ass. You want to keep going? I just no, I just started Justin Fields on the quarterback, so I ain't said much. Oh, well, I was just talking about if you want to start Mark Ingram, man, it'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't expect much from him. He ain't had many touchdowns. Uh, Brandon Cooks, of course, uh, he is the target hog out there, two underperforming weeks. Uh, bounced back with a double-digit target week and a point week last week. He didn't get the end zone against the Colts, but I do think he can be um, a top-20 wide receiver this week. Um, let's see. Who cooks? Yeah, he cooking, boy. Hey, he, nice redraft left still. No pun intended. And if you got him in dynasty, and if you got him in dynasty, and you ain't winning, you about to be out. It's, it's time. It's a it's a sell window. Going to get you. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I feel like I he's, feel like he's like he's he's indirectly talking to me because at one of my legs, I'm I'm not expected to do anything this year, and I have cooks. Oh, I was but, saying, that's uh, a good trade. Anybody that's a good who trade. does have Brandon Cooks and you're not in it this year, he is only 28, so I do think he has a few left usable years. You know. What you going to offer him, though? I don't know. We'll see. Exactly. Like the he going to have to pay business. for this motherfucker. I don't, I don't want fair value shit. That's going to be the case. Uh, Kyler Murray continuing his MVP run. He gets the Cupcake Houston defense. Uh, James Conner didn't see the end zone last week, uh, so I know that disappointed a lot of fantasy owners with three straight in, um, weeks where he did find the end zone, but he did see the highest snap percentage from all year. Um, with James, uh, not James, with Chase Edmonds out with that nagging shoulder shoulder injury, um, his role could be increased, especially in the game where the Cardinals are expected to control the game for most of it. Um, the Houston is giving up the seventh most fantasy points to the running back position. So I feel like, you know what I'm saying, running James Conner out there in this apocalypse week is a good start. Uh, Chase Edmonds played the lowest percent of the snaps. Um, he's played all year, only eight touches last week for 50 yards. Like I said, he's dealing with that shoulder injury, but Houston is giving up the eighth most yards per game on the ground. I'm not on the ground. Yeah. On the ground with four receptions a game. So this could be, uh, I don't know. Four receptions what? a game. I feel like he could get more than four receptions because it's just, just cause, cool. cause Chase Edmonds. I'm on Chase Edmonds now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, but I, I, like I said, I was just thinking just because he's dealing with that shoulder injury that James Conner could see an a, a increased role like he did last week. And so Chase Edmonds. Well, he was left off the final injury report, though, so he doesn't have any type of injury des- designation. So I think his role will be the same pretty much. Oh, well, if that's the case, then that's the case. I think you both of them out there then. Um, DeAndre Hopkins found the end zone twice last week, looked magnificent, only had four targets. You wouldn't have known if you watched the game because it just looked like he was just killing them. Um, the matchup against the Browns uh, wasn't one of the greatest ones to start with, uh, and they did get up early, so they didn't really have to throw the ball a lot. Uh, Kyler actually threw the lowest pass attempts that he threw all year in the revenge game against Houston, uh, uh, who hasn't given up many points to the wide receiver position. 
fantasy wise, that's just because people just run the ball down their throats. Um, I think it is a, a great matchup against Desmond King, who is allowing an 80% catch rate. So I think we could roll DeAndre Hopkins out there with confidence. I know a lot of people are, you know what I'm saying, have a dirty taste in their mouth about DeAndre. Uh, Christian Kirk. Yeah, more, more of a hold. Like, I wouldn't go out there and, like, you know, go crazy, like sell two picks for him, two first round picks for him. But, you know, if you have them, just hold them. <laughs> <laughs> I bought him though. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I bought him though. <laughs> you, mean you bought him. You bought him. Yeah, my pants. You said you wouldn't them. sell him. You said you wouldn't sell him. I wouldn't go out there and trade. You know, two round, two first round picks for him. But you know, if you have him, just he's a hoe. Wow, Especially you got AJ Brown. <laughs> but AJ Brown only on the one year deal. Dynasty, thinking dynasty wise. AJ Brown only on the nah. one year deal. AJ, yeah. Antonio Brown? AJ. AJ Brown. AJ, AJ Brown is with the Titans. Yeah, well, so what are you talking about? That's what I said. You, he, The person you traded for Hopkins had AJ Brown, and you could have got the same deal for AJ Brown that you got for Hopkins. No, I couldn't. It wasn't offered. She sold AJ Brown for two firsts, and you gave her like two firsts. Hopkins over de- Hopkins over him. I mean, he achieved his goal. He wanted him for this year. So he, he I like Hopkins yeah. over AJ Brown this year. Oh, yeah. And yeah next yeah. year, especially yeah. with Deshaun Watson. He might come back. He's been back. He's not coming back to the Cardinals. I don't give a fuck who he come back to, <laughs> motherfucker. As long as he come back to a team. Oh, you talking about your team. You talking about your team. Okay. Yes. Wait a second. Christian Kirk. Uh, eight targets last week, caught five for 75 yards and a touchdown. Uh, made his week, made his way back into the starting conversation, like I mentioned earlier. He's run, running the third most routes on the team, but when he is running the routes, he's getting targeted 20% of the time. Uh, decent matchup against Thomas, who's graded at 55 by PFF and allowing a 67% catch rate on the year. I think he's a start for me this week, like I mentioned. AJ Green is a start, back to those six targets a game. Um, he also found the end zone. That's always good. He's second on the team in end zone targets. Uh, Zach Ertz is, I think he's the newest addition to the team. You know what I'm saying? Mike Wood, Max Williams went out. He had 15 targets in the last three games he played. Um, I do expect the target share to be a little bit lower for Zach Ertz just because of it's just so many more miles out there in that high power offense. Um, but I do think he's talented enough to get, you know, five, six targets a game. Um, Houston is allowing the most fantasy points to the tight end position in the game. So I feel like you have to roll Zach Ertz out there. I know he probably going to take time to learn the playbook and shit like that. But I, I like just got to say, you, should, you, you shouldn't expect too much. We don't know how many plays he's going to actually play. Yeah, so, I mean, you don't know. Zach Ertz or Ricky Seals-Jones? Ricky Seals-Jones. Ricky Seals-Jones, probably. Zach Ertz or Cole Komet? Zach Ertz. I think yeah. the ceiling might be a little higher. I think they might just try to okay, get him a like touchdown just because. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Well, you can check the comment section. Yeah, I, I I agree with what you're saying. You can check the comment section. We got a couple little questions. Oh, man. Let's catch up since where we at. Uh, shout out to Breathing Fantasy. What up, homie? Uh, so you would drop. No, not that uh, one, bro. <laughs> I already answered that no, one. No. He did. Oh, okay. I already answered that. Or would you trade Cup and Gibson for Aaron Jones and Marquise Brown and PPR? Would I trade Cup? No. I'm, no. There's no way I'm giving up Cooper Cup. Cup oh, yeah. But he had like a 38% target share. Um, that's just like literal fantasy gold that you have. Right. Jones can give you those spike weeks, but Cup has the opportunity to give it to you every single week because of that target share that he has. So, hey, school, make sure you uh, subscribe and like the channel. And Marquise. Uh, Balling, but he not getting enough. He not getting enough volume compared to Cup. Chase is due for Nobody his first is, touchdown. Really, except Adams. I want to see Ben smash. Uh, I started Stevenson last week. Got a little lucky rolling him out again. I think Stevenson gonna have a good week. Like Carlos said, he been he been targeted a lot. Not target. He was being targeted last week too. He was the lead. Yeah, he he he's the running back out of the backfield, getting the getting the passes. Uh, he, he also says, "Don't start Ertz yet." Like I said, I don't know, man. It's it's by apocalypse, man. You never know what people got on yeah, their bench right I, now, man. Like it's looking of, scary out there. Right in one of our leagues, we got to start Ertz. <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna double check, but yeah, I, I don't want to. 
on to Chicago at the Buccaneers. We got 12 and a half point favorite at Buccaneers, uh, 47 point over under. Tom Brady goes to Soldier Field. Is it still Soldier Field? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. man, um, it's really about Justin Fields. I heard you talking a little bit about him when, when my internet went. Right. How you feel about him? Yeah, let's try this again. Take two. Bears and the Bucks. Like I said, I'm just give you a couple of facts about Justin Fields. Why you shouldn't start him? Last week he attempted a career high 27 points and only completed under half of those passes. He also rushed six times for a career high 43 yards. The outing was encouraging, but you sit in this guy this week, even with uh, a team that's been allowing a lot of passing yards. Uh, Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams. Herbert's week six performance. Probably um, picked him up a few more carries, and he might be the primary ball carry moving forward until Montgomery is back. Uh, this week they faced the Bucks, that a defense is allowing the fewest rushing yards and one rushing TD all season to running backs. Herbert is a sit issue if you can, but I understand a lot of people may still be starting him. Well, uh, Williams come back. I know this, he said he can't get clear to Saturday. So if he comes back Saturday, um, he should see at least 40% of the carries and get the receiving work out of the backfield. Uh, I will sit him too, but no more than a flex with either of these two guys. No more than a flex play with this backfield in Chicago. Moving on to Allen Robinson, Dardan Mooney. Uh, you can't really trust Robinson, man. He's been a bust so far this year. He only scored one time this year and went over 50 yards one time this year, and they was in different games. The Bucks are allowed in third most passing, I mean, the third most points in PPR leagues, but I still don't trust Robinson. He's a sit, but you can start him if you're desperate. Mooney has showed a connection with Fields and has outscored and out-targeted Robinson this uh, year. Mooney is worth the flex play wide receiver three spot in this matchup. You can start Mooney. So, any, anything from that team? Uh, if if Damian Williams sits, which is very possible because he has to get clear by Saturday to, to mm-hmm. play, um, I I wouldn't mind Khalil Herbert as like a like a like you said a flex play because uh, he's gonna get out of work. Um, you know, he yeah. can't run against Tampa Bay, but again, volume is king, so I'm fine with him. And as far as the receivers go, like I would start Mooney, but I wouldn't mind trotting Robinson out there again, uh, just like they're. We all know that Tampa Bay is a funnel defense, and unless they're just literally just going to be stubborn and try to run the ball against them, like they're not going to be able to get away with just 20 pass attempts against Tampa Bay. So that's been like the problem in you know recent weeks. Like it's just hasn't been a big enough pie for Allen Robinson to even be relevant because he's only getting like four or five targets. So more pass attempts should equal more targets for Allen Robinson, and they're down like four cornerbacks Tampa Bay is. So I, I don't mind either of those guys this week. Yeah, I'm not against it with the buys and injuries. I'm say that air weekend. Uh, they're gonna push this shit in. Oh, uh, the fifth string quarterback. Oh, you talking about the? Uh, you talking about Justin, Justin Field. Field? Yeah, they gonna push this shit in. Yeah, he he's he's gonna have to run, bro. He's gonna have to run if he if for his life. Just to look silly, bro. Because yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's they gonna weird. push this shit in. We'll uh, see. Shout, out, shout out to Psycho Scott uh, Scout. Oh. Well, make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, sit two out of these. Uh, what's that? One, two, three, four, five. Mike Evans, Debo, D Hop, Marquise Brown, Brandon Cook. Sit two. This is a good problem to have. No with uh, I'm with, not even gonna sit in you. I'm gonna start all of them. Right with AB out. I think I feel. I feel comfortable. <laughs> I refuse to sit all of these. Any of these guys. Uh, I know I'm starting Debo. No, I'm starting. I'm Debo. sitting Marquise Brown and Cooks. Yeah, you start yeah. your yeah. stats right now, bro. Yeah, like especially it. with the revenge game there, I think he really wants. I, I think he really wants to have a good game, and I, right. I hope Kyler Murray look out for the boy and and uh, AB out him, too. Give him give him a healthy target share. So yeah, AB out for the Bucks too. So Godwin and uh, Mike Evans should eat. I ran fields the past two weeks in my DFS bills. I'm scared to go back. I ain't going. Listen, All right? Even though this the week for for you to play Justin Fields, no, I'm not. still scared. I know. I feel like they're going to get up by a lot and they're just going to be able to pin, you know, just rush the quarterback because they know what's going to come. Negative four. He has, he has the tools to freaking to, to beat it, though, by running. So we'll see if that happens. 
Right. Four so, points uh, favor the Indianapolis Colts at the San Francisco. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Damn. On the other side of the ball, we got Tom Brady, who's a goat. You must start that guy. Damn, my boy. Leonard Fournette, he is a much start each week. He received all the work out of the backfield, including the passing work, which is surprising. And after not scoring in the first four games, he has scored three touchdowns in the last two weeks. Start this guy against the Bears defense. You got Chris Godwin, <laughs> Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. Uh, Brown has been the most targeted guy in the past three weeks with 32 targets. But he's out. So uh, Godwin and Evans is a must start, even though they've been had up and down weeks. Um, this offense is so explosive. You got to start Mike Evans and Godwin. They should produce back end wide receiver one numbers, front end wide receiver two numbers. So feel comfortable starting those guys. Uh, Rob is out. So uh, uh, it's, it's desperate if you're going towards OJ or – the other, uh, the other tight end. I really, I like OJ. You like OJ this week? How o- many OJ Howard or Ertz? OJ Howard, probably. Yeah, I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel, I feel like you know he been in the offense. Yeah, I mean, we seen it. We seen I, what he I, did. I, what was that last yeah, week? I just think, uh, I just think Bruce Arians doesn't like OJ Howard for some reason. So it's weird. OJ Howard, bro. It's and like weird. even last week was weird because. Coming into that game, like the games that Gronkowski missed, it was great getting all their routes ran, and and uh, OJ was more of like a pass block inside in. Mm-hmm. So it's one game where he was involved more last week. So I'm not really. Uh, I, I like Tyler Johnson as a sleeper too, but yeah, I just, I just Tyler Johnson is a nice little sleeper. I, like I just feel like this is not a game where they're gonna have to go back and forth, back and forth. So it, it, it's gonna be a boom and bust game for him. You know, yeah. just connect early. It's over with. Uh, that's what, that's all you got for that one. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Now you had a floor gate. Uh, now we on to the Colts and the San Francisco 49ers with an over under forty four, with the Colts being four point favorites. Um, it's really disgusting that Trey Lance is. You know, what I'm saying not Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo is back being the starter. So you know, after that one. That one week sample of Trey Lance be back to Jimmy G. How you feel about it? And honestly, like if I have Trey Lance, of course I'm a little disappointed now. But if I have any of the skill players, especially Debo Samuel, like I, I feel like I'm I would prefer Jimmy G starting, bro, because he's more of a polished passer. Um, Trey Lance really did look like he 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 need he need a little more work. So um, he need a more wise, time, right? Yeah, he need he needed more time to to develop. Um, so. Uh, I actually, and just speaking of Jimmy G, he is like a fringe starter for me. Just for the uh, like the matchup is is really good. Hold on, let me get to that part. Gang, Damn, hey, hey, shout out to your uh, shirt. I like this shirt much better than last episode. <laughs> I don't right, know so why. Now, That's um, pretty weird. So the Colts. <laughs> 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 oh my god, bro! You really did want to write into that shit. <laughs> hey yo, hey, yo! <laughs> what do you mean? All right, go back and watch last Wednesday's uh, YouTube uh, show to. to <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro! I think you look dapper today, bro. <laughs> I like your shirt in the All right, stuff, man. Dude. All right. Uh, so, so Jimmy G, man, um, the Colts are allowing the ninth most points to quarterbacks, and with Trey Lance expect well, he is he's already ruled out. I think that's going to hire the uh, ceiling a little bit for uh, Jimmy G. If you remember, Trey Lance was coming in on certain like package plays, and he was performing well. Like he he vultured a couple touchdowns away from him. So with Jimmy G getting all of their snaps at quarterback, which is weird to say, um, I do think that he. Um, it's a safe start, mostly in QB two leagues. I only started him in one QB leagues, but I do believe he's safe. Even with Lance, when he was vulturing, you know, snaps away from him, he was still averaging about fifteen point three in his first few games. So I do think he's a safe start. Obvious start, of course, is uh, Debo Samuel, um, Elijah Mitchell. I'm okay with him this week. Last week, he dominated the touches, had eleven opportunities compared to just one for Sermon. 
Um, but that was the game where Lance started. Well, I'm talking about the last game. That was uh, that was the game Lance started, and he took off a bunch from the pocket. He had a lot of rushes, so mm-hmm. that may explain why Mitchell didn't get too much work on the ground. So with uh, Jimmy G now starting, I believe he'll go back to his like 17, 18 touch range that he had the first couple weeks um, before his injury. So matchup isn't great against the Colts. I do want to point that out. They're allowing the third fewest points to opposing running backs, but we all know what the 49ers want to do. They want to run the ball, and they and they do it pretty effectively. One of the best out of, in the in the league, so I'm comfortable with him as like a, a middling RB two this week. Um, I'm sitting Brandon Ayuk if I can. Oh, he just have to like ask it, that, bro. I know, Even with George Kittle I mean, being out, you can get away. You can get away with it, but George Kittle was out last <laughs> time he started, yeah. and but that was, was Trey Lance. Lance so, maybe, Trey Lance. so maybe you can roll him out there. It is a lot of bye weeks, but. He's more fringe than anything. I don't think he's like a you need a four lineup, but he's averaging under four targets in his last four games and just five points. And the only usable week he had so far was when he caught a touchdown. So, I mean, theoretically, he should be um, see more value volume. But I mean, we know he's in the doghouse. We know he's not getting targeted like that. So, if you have to roll him out there, I do think he could do worse. But I'm not saying he's a lock at by any means. And Trey Sermon, one touch in week five. I'm not even in a bye bye week, bye apocalypse. I'm not trusting uh, Trey Sermon, man. Unless I just literally, absolutely have to. But it, your your floor is zero, literally. Yeah. Um, and that is it from that side. Let me go back up to the other side. Uh, for the Colts, we have the obvious start. Of course, we're going to start Jonathan Taylor. Dude's been on a tear lately. Um, still hasn't scored from like the inside the five yard line. I believe he is. Um, all of his scores have been like long runs or mm-hmm. you know long touchdown catches. So That's I cool still too. think he is scoring right. under <laughs> or right at his expected points. But you know what I mean? Like Lazi, he's he's seeing a lot of volume. Like he's like number one or two, top one or two in a uh, red zone usage, red zone rushes. So. The fact that he hasn't scored yet lets me know that uh, regression is coming for him. So, um, smash start this week. Carson Wentz hasn't been spectacular spectacular this year, but he also hasn't sunk you. Scored at least 17 yeah. points in five of his six games this year. Scored no lower um, – finished no lower than 25 in uh, – 21, QB 21 in five of six games as well. So, I'm following him as a uh, QB two in Superflex leagues. Um, San Francisco is middle of the road against opposing QB, so nothing scary there. Four point underdogs the Colts are, so you know they are going to need to pass somewhat, to, you know, to keep up with them. So um, I like him as a QB too. Just not he does just doesn't have the uh, ceiling for me to trust him in one QB league. So I will look elsewhere there. Michael Pittman, his target share did drop last week significantly. He only had a fifteen percent last week after seeing twenty five percent in his first five weeks. Um, but that was the week that Hilton returned and he was involved last week. Uh, Hilton did get banged up as well as Paris Campbell, and it's looking like both of them are going to miss this week. So I think he Paris Campbell treating, out for the season. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, Hilton's just going to be. Well, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but both of them are out this week. Um, so I'm expecting Pittman to see that you know target share that he saw in his first five games, as you know, instead of what he saw last week. So he will see a combination of Mosley, who was a great out as a 68, and Josh Norman, who's great out as a 48, according to PFF. Um, Mosley will present a tougher matchup than Norman, but neither matchup is a c- concerning enough to bench him with the amount of volume that I'm expecting him to see. 25% target share is is up there with some some good receivers, so do like the volume that he's going to see. Um, Mo Ali Cox, he's a French starter. If you're desperate this week, um, still splitting snaps with Jack Doyle, but he does have a decent 14% target share in his last three games, averaging 40 yards on just two catches in that span. Not seeing a lot of volume, but he's a beast after the catch. He really only needs like three catches to give you a, a decent amount of yards. And he's leading the team in red zone and end zone targets. So I think he has a good chance as any is to score a touchdown um, this week. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Not so good this week. Um, uh, they're allowing the least amount of points to tight ends. So don't no, force yeah, it. No but question, if you don't have any other options, man, if you don't have any other options, all right, Mo commit Cox does have a good shot at more Ali Cox. God damn, can I fit it? (laughs) (laughs) They said, what are you talking? Can you just answer the question? All right, now my bad. Go ahead. 
No, I'm done. <laughs> so, uh, commit or Moali Cox? I'm going commit. Moali Cox. Moali Cox or Ertz? Moali Cox. Ertz. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll Ertz. And I think the other one. Desperation play for, for me, Moali Cox. It don't matter between commit or Marley Cox. Someone just dropped Kittle and Allen Robinson. Should I pick them up? My current tight end are Schultz and Goddard. My current flexes are McCaffrey, Chubb, Julio, Sanders, Hollywood, Shepard, Sutton, Hopkins. God damn. This is a 10-man, 8-man league. Something like that. Um, also, currently, Dearness Johnson. Who he trying to who he trying to pick up? Uh, I would pick up Kittle if 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 yeah. it's a shallower league, and I mean you have Schultz and, and Goddard right now. Maybe if you had to drop one, maybe Schultz, just because he's on. I, I no, it's not a point of no, dropping. So, so, so I don't I would, think you're getting would, that much of a point. I, would, I wouldn't even drop one in tight yeah, end. I think you should. Yeah, I would just keep because you you're, you're not starting Julio. You're not starting Julio. You probably not starting Miles Sanders. Um. Um. Dearness, if you didn't start him last night, you probably missed that on this game because Chubb should be back next mm-hmm. game. So it's it's either drop Julio Sanders or Dearness Johnson and pick I'm up James Robinson. Yeah, I would drop James Robinson. I mean, how far how far away is how far away is oh Allen Robinson? I think James Robinson. Yeah, I don't know about Allen Robinson. Maybe I pick up Kittle. It's how far away. I don't feel like Allen Robinson or that Bears offense is going to turn around. Yeah. So I would pick up Kittle, drop one of them. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like he can be stashed, but it's just the fact that you all have three tight ends yeah. on your team, and I really don't like doing that. And he's injured, so it's like you're just wasting space mm-hmm. with him right now. So, I mean, I feel like Julio, you wasting space too. That much. Shout out to my boy. Thank you for everything. Yeah. So if you want, if you have to drop one, Julio, maybe Julio ain't did I guess Julio would be the guy I would drop. All right. Um, for Kittle. And Allen Robinson, I I would just keep what I have. I wouldn't. Right. I don't know about Allen Robinson right now. Shout out, uh, Tyler Sperry. Like, subscribe if you haven't. Welcome to the session, my boy. Mayor Jones and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I like that. I like that trade. Um, Especially if you need it. Jones and Kamara. Yeah, they're the same tier. So I feel like you're getting Hollywood Brown on top of that, who's been. Lighten it up this year. I definitely it's, think you want that. Especially if you're a team that's struggling and you need Hollywood, you know, that was a big come up right there. That was a good trade, my boy. Look at you. Oh, damn. We didn't even do the Sunday night football there. This is Monday night football? Yeah. That's, yeah, that was Sunday night. Damn. Oh, man. Are you ready for some football? Why the fuck are the Seahawks hey. playing two fucking primetime games in a row? They gotta start flexing these games. They thought they thought Russell Wilson was gonna be uh playing quarterback. That they gotta like learn how to flex the games. All the second half of the games are ass this year. I mean, not this year, but like this week. Yeah, but they, I mean, they make the schedule. You know, when they make it, when all everybody's healthy, so they do. They do flex out Sunday night games more often than than you know any other games. So Monday night games. I guess it was possible, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, are you ready for some football Monday night party? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the New Orleans Saints, uh, four point, uh, five point favorite against the Seattle uh, Russell Wilson list. Uh, Seahawks with an over under 42 and a half. Jameis Winston, quarterback 22 on the year. I guess the LASIK really didn't do that good. You know what I'm saying? He is something that he is something that he is really disappointing. Uh, last week, he Bro, threw the ball. It, it, it's not, it's not. It's not that he's disappointed. It's just the, the scheme that they're running out there. That's really Sean Payton allow him to flourish, bro. But so Michael Thomas will be back soon. Just, just know that. All right, go ahead. Says that Michael Thomas on everywhere. Uh, last week he threw the ball thirty times, the most he has thrown the ball. I mean the. Yeah, that's the most he's thrown the ball all year. That's crazy. Uh, he produced four touchdowns with that against the Washington football team coming off a of bye week. He gets those Seahawks, who's giving up 19 fancy points a game to the quarterback position. I think Jameis is a startable play in this apocalypse. Uh, A.K. Alvin Kamara, the running back 14 in PPR leagues. He only has one rushing touchdown. He got that in week five before the bye. Uh, the volume we used to him seeing, he's not getting that anymore. Uh, and he's just not finding the end zone only three times all year. But Seahawks are allowing the third most fantasy points to the running back position. So hopefully we get a bounce back game through, for him. They And they are giving up at least 60 yards through the air uh, a game to the running back position. Uh, Marquez Callaway 
Wait, wait huh? a second. What do you mean Kamara's not getting the volume that we're used to him seeing? He's, he still is. <laughs> What's going on? No. Here? What did I say? Yeah, 24 opportunities, 26 opportunities, 28 opportunities, 24 opportunities. I meant to say still there. I meant to say still there. He's just not getting into the end zone. Ah, okay. I got you. Got you. He's not getting into the end zone like we're used to him seeing. He's there. Yeah, the volume's still there. He's just not getting into the end zone. Uh, Marquez Callaway targeted eight times um, uh, week five before the bye week. Uh, and he cashed in with two touchdowns. So I know a lot of people still have that on their mind. A lot of Marquez Callaway owners. Um, he does get DJ Reed in coverage, who was, according to PFF, isn't a good matchup. He's only allowing a 53% catch rate. So I don't think we should chase the points with Marquez Callaway this game. We just seen him disappoint a lot. Uh, he's really a boom and bust play for me. Uh, let's see. Geno Smith disappointed in his first game as a starter, uh, getting the same number of points he had in relief of Russell Wilson in week five. Um, that's pretty gross. The matchup against the Saints is also pretty gross. I don't think he's a streamable option. Alex Collins getting that running back one volume now with Chris Carson out. Uh, last week, 98 yards off 21 touches, and he got into he the end zone. Clear yet. Huh? He ain't been clear yet. What's he got? He got that vid. No, no, he got an injury. Yeah, he got injured last week. And he didn't practice on Friday today. So it's not looking. He has one more day because, you know, they play Monday night. So they practice on Saturday, too. So we just have to wait and see. Yeah, so just beware that if you. Well, I wasn't starting him anyway. I mean, unless you. I mean, I would start him. I'm not confident in starting him against the Saints. I don't think he's going to have a good game against the Saints anyway. Just because of the volume. Of course, he's going to follow the volume. Saints only giving up 55 yards on the ground uh, per game. It's pretty uh, gross. So the volume is what you're really hoping for in there. Anyway, DK and Tyler Lockett both had seven targets last week. Uh, DK caught um, six of his for 58 yards. Tyler Lockett only caught two. Uh, So that's – it's really about how you want the matchups to be. I think Tyler Lockett probably had the harder matchup maybe. You might get a lot of Marshawn Lattimore, according to PFF. That's the projected snaps. Um, and it's Gino under center, under being so low. I'm starting um, Metcalf, and I'm looking for other options for Lockett, bro. Yeah, it I agree. Really ugly last week. They just Lockett is a good receiver, man, but it's just he had that connection with Russell Wilson, bro, and he's just not going to be the same receiver with Gino. So, yeah, uh, I mean. I guess as a low end, like a flex player that I'm not really happy about starting. He's like a boomer bust, but I don't know. No, nah, I, I don't feel it. I feel like he like a low floor, and he ain't, he ain't got no Super boom no floor. more. He ain't got no boom no more. He just got like eight point, ten points. Lock it or boy. You hear that boom, boom, Ooh, boom, that's boom, ugly. boom, 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 That's ugly. Ah, boy against yeah. Baltimore. Lock it against New Orleans. I'm just going to go board and hopefully just- I'm going to go lock it because there's less targets. Uh, it's less people for him to compete with out there for the targets. Hopefully but the Saints get Gino. up by a lot. But if the Saints get up by what's the over under? What's the what's what's the spread? What's the line? Uh, what I have is uh, New Orleans five point favorites and uh, yeah. And so if they have to chase, if Gino had to chase and he has to throw the ball up, there's least targets for him to compete with when it's um. Whether than out there in the Bengals, that's why we don't want to start him. It's not because he, the quarterback, is sorry. It's because the he doesn't have he has too many targets to compete with out there anyway. So, you know, I think I'll leave. Yeah, Lockett. I would probably hold my nose and play like it as well. Uh, that is it. Still no jail ever alerts. So, still trying to look for him out there. I think he's injured or something bad, like that. Bad, bad. Yeah, but other than that, though, that's all I got for that, man. Let's get the last couple. couple I don't even think it's questions. He said, I'm four and two, and I needed a better wide receiver. Yeah, I think that was a good trade to get Hollywood. Nah, he he, really, oh, yeah, okay. It was just a lateral trade. Uh, yeah, man. I love to talk DFS talk for sure, bro. Good luck fishing. Uh, in a standard lead, Hunter Henry or Ertz Hunter Henry, I think, especially mm-hmm. against the Jets. Uh, he looks to be the best yeah. besides uh Jacob. He looks to be the number two wide receiver out He's there. He's been scoring a lot of touchdowns though, so it's mm-hmm. definitely been inflating that score. I mean, if it's a standard would, league, that's what him. you're looking for too. Hey Bill, make sure you like and subscribe. I don't know if I told you that. Um, yeah, man. Y'all got anything else? That uh good luck game. this week. 
Damn, that shit went by Apocalypse. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Hey, man, good luck with your rosters, man. If they look ugly, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Just you can lose a week, like Javar said earlier this week. You can lose a week. Lose a week and still make it. Unless you can't lose a week. Right. Unless you can't lose a week. Man, if you can't lose a week. (laughs) Then you don't need it. Can you imagine being two and four and and one and five? Which I know I am in a few leagues. Not a few, yeah. We have in a few leagues. Right. I'm, okay. I'm one in five in one leagues. I'm two and four in one league. That fucking so, legend yeah. is the redraft league. Like, like I need Derrick Henry to pull off. Like, like don't don't be no bullshit. I know you've been superhuman these past six weeks, but I'm gonna need you to be superhuman. Like well. Goliath. Don't like you, colossal. Don't give me no regular hey, what, game. Hey, what what, what Lil Wayne said at the beginning of that thing? Like I want like colossal. You know what I'm saying? Like Goliath. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? 50 that's points, what I, I, I need like I yes need like case keenum i don't even have two quarterbacks to start this weekend super flex. yeah that's the same thing that happened to me and say less bro i only had case keenum so my wide receivers yeah. are hunter henry aj green t higgins my flexes are michael carter uh damian harris and goddard who's your wide receivers again it's not hunter henry <laughs> I mean, Hunter Renfro, AJ oh, Green, okay. and T. Higgins. It's all really on uh, Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon back. And if TJ Hawkinson act like he want to play, yeah, that'll be cool. I want to let you know, we appreciate you donating your funds to that lead this year. My boy, see you next year. That shit's gonna be so crazy. <laughs> I fucking like. Nope. We gonna win. I mean, no worry. About it. I donated some funds <laughs> in, in like two leagues too. I donated funds in two leagues too. I ain't gonna cap you. He only uh, he only uh, he only projected ten more points higher than me. That's not enough to scare me away. No, turn up on him, man. Impossible for a plain golden carriage to become a golden carriage. Impossible for four hours for to be for man. Good luck, y'all. Uh, we gonna put straight facts out. <laughs> Uh, make sure y'all go check us out. If you haven't subscribed, like, appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'm trying to find the outro. Peace. Peace.